I we are live, and no, I don't have an agenda written. I've been flat out today. How are you? Look at that fly like an eagle. Oh, I know, I know. It's the same thing. No agenda. Fuck. It's the same, same. I've got some stats up on my phone, but welcome to everyone. Sorry we're a few minutes late. Uh, Tiggs was getting me all excited about Wednesday night. So Big show take Wednesday. The trade show Wednesday night. He was just, he didn't drop any names to me. He's very good like that, but he gave me a bit of a hint of what's to come. So make sure we tune in. Uh, I hope everyone's all right. Considering the news today, it was a kick in the guts for me. Lockdown, yeah. not even a lockdown, a curfew. I know, I know. It's not that we want to talk political stuff on the show, but all we'll say, stay safe, everyone. And if you do need to, yeah. if you're struggling mentally, wanting to talk to anyone, my inbox is open, TIGS is open, CB is open. Yeah. just We're always 100%. here to chat, whether it's about football, life, whatever. Just make sure we all get around each other and stay safe first and foremost. Can uh, I give a promise? Can I give a yeah. promise, Michaels? Yeah, yeah. When lockdown is finally over, everyone on chat, Please listen to this and hold me to it and hold Michael's to it because he's already agreed, even though he doesn't know who would say it. He'll do yeah, this. This is good, yeah. After, when COVID's finally done and dusted and everyone's comfortable, we've got to – we'll get Michael's to pick the pub. It's probably the Swan Hotel or something. Hopefully they're still open. I don't care if it's during a game, before a game, after a game, or we just and we just all have a beer together. That's what I would fucking love, you know. My way to say, you know, um, g'day – Thank you, you know, to the listeners because they're fantastic. Oh, we love our listeners. Yeah. I'm definitely keen to have a few beers with some of the the viewers out there. It'd be very good. Uh, Now, you will notice there's only two of us tonight. CB can't make it. He is uh, a bit caught up with doing some real-life stuff. So I'm sure he might tune in. He might jump on later. I'm not too sure. But shout-out to CB if you are watching, mate. CB, shout-out. You know what he's doing, really? No, no, it's a curfew. It's a curfew. It's the last time you can go out in the middle of the night and look in people's houses and, you know, there's a little pervy pervy. Isn't that right, CB? So you get, you're just uh, making the your last night, buddy. Go and maximise it, son. <laughs> no, but obviously, I'm sure I'm thinking he might be there on uh, on Wednesday night, so hopefully he's, he's on board for that. Can well, we come pick up from Pansdale? <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly someone, someone might see more way, Greg. Mate, if the hotels are open and stuff, mate, make it a night. Come over. We'll just get in a piece. We'll just – no one drive, walk, we, we, train it, maybe, cab it. Maybe we do the uh, Dion Prestia pub crawl that, uh, mate, that, that the media out. decided to go with. Yeah, we'll go out. We'll go out for an innocent lunch and, you know, take a photo with someone and get done on the media. But, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. It's – yeah, how did that get blown up, didn't it? Yeah, I, when I first saw it, my first hope was I really hope it's an old photo and turns out it wasn't. But uh, no, to the true. club's credit and his manager's credit, they knocked it on the head pretty quickly that yeah. for those who haven't seen what, what <clears> came <throat> out was that he, he was within his five-kilometre radius. He was picking up some food and posed for that photo with some mates and, and that's about it. So it, all above board, all ticked off. Um, as usual, though, some of the heavy hitters went real hard real early on yeah. that to try and bury us, but uh, that's yeah. nothing new. Mate, Kane must have been so, or Karen must have been so upset when he found out it was, you know, nothing in it. I know. Well, there's, yeah, quite a few, but um, I, I was just, I'm sure we all were, breathe a sigh of relief that it wasn't yeah. what we were thinking it was. So, because yeah, the uh, the next sanction would have been a bit nasty. But, um, oh, Dan's allowed to go get his food and get some photos. It's, you know, he's man of the people. 
Hey, this fucking laptop works given me. It does make me look like I have blue lips. There's nothing I can do to change it. I don't, <laughs> I that's why I'm going to have this beer so you see I haven't got blue lips. I have not got an oxygen problem. Just want to let people know that. <laughs> All right. Now, there was a, a game that did take place with yeah. us. Bit of a shellacking. So, GWS 16-10-106 defeated Richmond 10-7-67 by 39 points. And it was... I really thought we'd put up a better effort than what we did, just given what was on the line. It was kind of a little bit disappointing, but to GWS's credit, they played extraordinarily well. Yeah. They were well-drilled. They hit all their targets. They made the most of their chances and, and thoroughly deserved to win by that much, if not more. But a um, bit of a, a poor showing from our guys. Yeah, look, we were flat as tax. I think we just ran out of, ran out of gas. Um, no, Lee, it's a work. You've given me a shitty um, <laughs> Dell Um Laptop, but um, no, look, I was disappointed. I was like, for me, that was the game, and as if there was any, if there was fuel in the tank, we'd show it there and then, you know. Yeah, I agree. And we didn't do it. In saying that, <laughs> I can't go past it. I'm not the bigger person. I'm sorry. That first five minutes of that game, if you ever wanted to get, if you did not know the sport and you had money on that game, you'd think you'd been fucking match fixed. Like, Hogan, clear in the back. In front, even I was listening to, I can't listen to BT, fucking does my head in, right? So I had SEN on, and they even said, hold on, the umpire's clear in view. Saw that, that's a free kick, right? So if you're getting and, uh, Richmond normal haters basically saying that's a fucking clear free kick, how did Hogan get paid it? That was done. And then Lynch just touching the guy's chest. That's all oh, he did. He didn't fucking grab him. Yeah. He didn't pull him down. He didn't headlock him. He just put his arm out. Disallowed Jack Skull. And then there was a third decision right after that. That was another fuck. It was three. Got, and I just thought. The, gr the one against Grimes when they got the free yeah. kick. Oh, ten, when he ten just elbowed the back. He just like a shove more than that, an elbow. That may have been there, but it probably happens 20 times a game and never gets noticed. It wasn't there. There was no force. It was just like a pushback at the back because the guy just. Yeah, it just. That was like three goals. League head start, and then seeing that GWS was on their night, they were on song. Every every bounce of the ball went. This is taking that them off the way they but they, you know, they hit like you said, hit targets. Like you play that, that game ten times, yeah, they wouldn't be able to do it seven out of ten times, right? But then again, I, I, I actually watched it to get watch parts of it to get ready for the show again, just to refresh my memory. And it also was based on our lack of pressure in the midfield, and that's been our Achilles heel. Uh, all season, you know, we lost all of our midfield for the first half and then getting them back in and they've not come in in sync. Like, Prestia has probably come in after his second stint in and hit form pretty quickly. But outside of that, and Graham's worked his ass off, but we put him in a defensive. But outside, we've got limited depth. Lambert, it's not 100%. He hasn't been doing any stints in the midfield. Um, which was a concern. Um, yeah, so I can't wait the season's over. I'm glad it's over. It's over for me. Um, I think the the realist in all of us, and we said it for weeks now, that a lot of us accepted and knew that the season was probably done. Yes, we were mathematically possible. And I think we are still mathematically possible yeah. to make it. It's it's not, one, it's not worth it. And it, it's not going to happen. No. It's just, and it's fine. It is what it is. But I, I do think people writing us off totally from existence for the next few years uh, are doing it at their own peril. Not saying we're going to win a flag next year, not at all, but... I just don't think this year is an accurate reflection of what will be like next year. I think there's a lot of factors at play that hopefully won't be there next year. And 
and we'll, we'll have a bit of crack at it. But full credit to the Giants, though, like we said, they they were good. Their the ends were good, and they they played like they wanted to win. So, and you know, I reckon that they'll be tough to tough to come up against in the finals if they play like that. Yeah, look, with the people writing us off, they're just idiots, like absolute idiots. Like I, I, David King, with all of his faults, um, he and Dermot Berridan, again, with all of his faults, both of them think um, it's more, yeah, we, we will bounce back pretty hard next year. And I agree, um, particularly on what I know, which I'll share on Wednesday, even if our long-term plan comes off and that's the way we lean, uh, yeah, we'll bounce, get these guys fit, um, get them rested. And you know what? This hunger question won't be an issue um, what's good this year's showing how shallow our midfield is. You know our post-clearance game that we're happy to lose the centre clearance um, and get the post-clearance position. That's broke. That's broken now with the new rules. It's um, it's killed it. Um, so we now know that. Um, and we've got a really smart we've got a really smart coach. He'll go to work on this. We'll get a couple of good assistants. I'm sure we'll reinvest in our footy department and we'll we'll go from you know strength to strength. Yeah, we definitely have to do a reset of sorts with our, our midfield structure. Like, we've got some quality players yeah. in there from a, a, just a pure talent perspective, but we are getting slaughtered in clearances. And I know, and we all know, as a club, we haven't put a value on clearances for a number of years now because we've banked on our defence being good enough to turn the ball over and win games from the back half, which has been fine, but it just the defence has been totally different this year and it, hasn't, it just hasn't worked. And I think... We, we desperately need to address it. And I, I feel like Soldo coming back in will make a huge difference. Yeah. Like as much as I love Nan Curvis, he's an absolute legend. Um, Soldo's tap work, just naturally because of his size, is far superior to Nanks. And hopefully we might get a few more even breaks in the middle. Yeah, but the important point, like I don't, I'll clarify what I mean by clearance. Um, it's, for me, I don't care if we don't win clearances again next year, right? Now, while everyone picks up the. the catches their breath. What I mean by that is what's killed us is our ability to defend stoppages, right? That's what's killed us is you make no mistake about it. Um, we're the worst side in defending the stoppage. So once the ball's in congestion, they get it out and we can't defend it. That's what's been crucifying us. Um, and we haven't been getting post clearance again because it's on the back of that. So, And that's the nature. What that comes to is having players playing roles that they not normally should be playing um, to make up our midfield shortfall. So having people without the footy IQ in there in that position, they'll get better because they know how to run in it. They'll get another preseason in it. So that should improve. But for me, having Soldo in there gives us another look. We just get our stoppage game going again, the ability to defend the stoppage. Um, how often did we not see how Richmond used to go defensive side on a stoppage, mm. allow the ball to go out once, then that's the person that they swarm, get the ball and then kick it off. That's what we missed this year. And, and our game plan hinges on that rotate, um, that one aspect, and not being able to do it consistently. Is, it's the reason why in games we came up and down, up and down. And even last against GWS, the last quarter, we, we started going up, we started running. How much was that the pressure dying off on GWS? But, you know, we started um, kicking goals again, and we only got done by 36 points, which I thought was going to be like 100 points smashing one stage, how bad we were. So, um, yeah, no, we'll be right. I'm I'm 100% bullish about that. Anyone writing us off is a fool. If we have a bad year again next year, I'd be like, all right, full rebuild, right? That's how I will be. Yeah. But I, I know it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Um, 
I'm, I'm sure we've all got uh, mates out there who wanted to shoot off the sneaky text like he's a dun and get stuck into us, and that's fine. And, you know, if the best sort of one they've got to come at us with is, oh, you don't get to win your third flag in a row, then, wow, that's uh, the joke's on them, I think. that uh, yeah. <laughs> We've had a pretty good run, and I don't. I think it's far from over. So I just want to say quickly, just – oh, go on. You know how everyone, when we won last year, was saying, oh, it's a COVID season? Doesn't count. You know, your Geelong supporters or all the salties. Let's see if one of them win it. Geelong, I'm, I'm wrapped. All I want is two things happen this, this final series. Essendon to lose the first final and go out, that I have to have happen. I have, sorry. Um, and Geelong to lose a prelim. If those two things happen, I'll be happy as a pig and shit. It's a win. It's a win. <laughs> what, I, what I want to know from the viewers and from you as well, Tiggs, although you kind of given away half the answer, Given that we aren't going to win it this year, if you had to pick a team that you wanted to see go all the way now, knowing that the eight's kind of set, who is everyone out there wanting to to win the flag now, you know, that we're not going to do it ourselves? What we're waiting for the guys to answer, I'll say mine, Port. And there, there's a reason. I don't like Port. I hate the team, actually. But I love their supporters. They remind me very much of we're obviously better looking and more educated than they are in it as a general rule. But they remind me, the way they're passionate about their club is how we're passionate about ours. So just for their supporters, I'd want Port to get up. Okay. No, it's, I don't know whether, whether I could stand that or not, but um, there's a lot of people coming through for Melbourne and Bulldogs. Oh, not their supporters. Oh, fuck. Those are their punces. Oh, talk back right after, oh, we're going to win the flag, and it was round seven. No, hubris is yeah. Melbourne for me. Yeah, I don't know who yeah. I want to win. It's actually Dogs. really hard to to pick a winner. Like, you know, there's years have gone by where, you know, it's been us that have dominated the common. You could say, yeah, they're going to be thereabouts. This year, you couldn't you couldn't pick a definite final two teams to play off. Yeah, I don't want GWS wise. It validates the AFL manufacturing a club and fucking over foundation clubs like ours. They fucked us over with all the draft pick concession. Thank God it worked our way. We got dusty, but... Um, look, probably Bulldogs because they're vanilla. Like, when they want a flag, like, you really care? Well, that would be a neutral win for me. Bulldogs mean I wouldn't be happy, I wouldn't be sad. You know, good on them. I'm seeing a lot of not Geelong comments in here as well. Yeah. Um, and what is, what's everyone's thoughts on the very strong likelihood of the grand final being played at Perth Stadium? Well, up to Stadium, sorry. What do you think, think about that, Tiggs? Yeah, doesn't bother me for me. <laughs> I'm, 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 t- I'm doing what the players are going to do. I'm just switching off from footy. I'm, I'm just, um, I'm just going to enjoy the off season and you know trade and all that sort of stuff, and just re-energize. I think I don't know if it's lockdowns. I don't know if it's the, the winning fatigue. But I think I need a solid break from it too, just to recharge and appreciate what I see in front of me come round one. You know, a fantastic dynasty side going at it. Yeah, exactly right. So. I suppose the message still is, folks, don't don't be disheartened by the fact we're not going to play finals this year. It's not the end of the world. It's it's probably going to do the guys a world of good, like we've said the last few weeks. It's hard yakka to go, you know, to back it up year after year on the shorter preseason because, you you know, you play so deep into September or October. Uh, it's going to be okay. So with that, Tiger Den, we'll get stuck into it. While Tiggs is doing his Tiger Den, make sure you get your questions ready, folks, because we'll answer some questions after it as well. Yeah, look, my Tiger Den's a pretty um, – it's actually a non-football-related one. Just real quick. It's not a preaching or anything like that. It's just 
Um, I really want everyone just to focus. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. You know, we've got COVID, we're dealing domestically at home, but you've got the Afghans and all that sort of stuff. I, I just want to say just appreciate what you have. You know, there's people without jobs now, you know, but they've got family around them. I, I live that. Um, just, you know, if you if seriously, I really want to say this, if you feel down, if you feel isolated, if you feel anything at all, reach the fuck out. You know what I mean? Just do it. Um, don't have your pride get in the way. If you need financial support, if you need help, um, reach out. You know, that's all I can. That's all I really wanted to say, um, particularly in the light of what's happened today. So, yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right, we'll take some questions from the viewers. Don't we won't do many or any trade related ones because we've obviously got the trade show coming up Wednesday night at eight thirty p.m. and it's going to be a cracker. Uh, so any other questions, though, we are happy to take. But before we do, that is a very good point, Paul. At least we're going to save money on merchandise. That's, yes. <laughs> that is going to be some silver lining yeah. there, I think, for everyone, that we are going to save uh, save some money there. Uh, can we start the trade show tonight? No, we can't, unfortunately. Uh, Oz, yeah, no, towards the end, I'll give you a tidbit, but that's oh, all. Right, you can okay. watch Wednesday. This isn't so much a question, but it's something I'll – I'll ask you about Cochin's injury. So yeah. it's come out that he's missing the last game of the PCL injury. Yeah. The vibes being he's not been right for a little while. Do you reckon he's been carrying that for a few weeks? Yeah. Strained PCL. Yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah. That explained it to me. You know, his, his, his lack of ability to accelerate from the spread. That's what was killing us. Mm. Um, like he couldn't get to the contest immediately. It always come so late. That explains it to me. And he's carried it for, you know, eight weeks or whatever it is he's been playing since he came back. So, no, nah, let him rest up. Just play the kids, you know. Just play all. Uh, rest up, anyone. Winning doubt, just put them away. They've got six months to recover. Thank heavens. Hundred percent. No, I'm on board for that. Uh, can we talk about Hawley tonight? Now, this yeah, one's an is. interesting one because Hawley was interviewed on the radio, and he obviously expressed his desire to keep playing, and he was keen to go around again. Dimmer asked a, the similar question, and he obviously has to play the straight bat of. Uh, we'll make our list management decisions once the season ends. We'll have all those discussions with the players, etc. Where do you sit in this camp, Tim? And even listeners as well, where do you guys all think the uh, Bashapoli saga will end up? Will he stay at a Tiger and go around another year or will he be looking elsewhere? Oh, he played quality football this year in spurts. He wasn't consistent, but no one in the side was, right? So I'll say that first. I'm happy for him to go a year again, only if he understands that he'll probably play about seven, eight games. Um, if there's a young kid that's in the back line, like Stack takes his spot, he's staying in the half-back line. Mansell's staying in the half-back line. Rioli was a revelation in the half-back line. I want him to stay there. Um, if the coaches go, and so he's going to be um, breaking case of injury. If he's happy with that, because I know we rate him as a culture driver. He's great with the list. Um, you know, he can be like a, a player slash assistant coach. I'm all for it. If he's, no, no, I want to be a starting 22 and that's what I want, da, 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 then I'd, I'd, I'd say to him, look, listen, and Hawley, we love you. You're always a Richmond man, but, you know, move on. Um, that's how I would do it. I don't think that's disrespectful, but we have to give these young kids. What's hurt us more this year is that our being so successful for so long, we haven't given senior game experience for a lot of our young kids and they got exposed. Um, so, you know, we identified that we can't keep on repeating the same mistakes. So harsh decisions have to be made. So yeah. That's my decision holy. What do you think? 
Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think I don't think what you said would be a disrespectful way to go about it at all. I think that you look at how well Mansell's progressed during the year stack, like you said, Rioli. Uh, I mean, these guys are going to carry us forward for the next, you know, five, seven, ten years in that part of the ground. And I think there does come a time where we have to put our eyes firmly on the future. And I think, you know, for even with Bash's injuries, I think he might be okay with playing that sort of part-time role and, and helping the VFL guys come through uh, and being a more developmental side coach and a, a leader on and off the field. I think that would actually suit him very, very well if that's what he wanted to do. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting decision. That, and if, if he doesn't end up staying with us for whatever reason, I've got no doubt he will get picked up somewhere else. Um, what's been the shining lights and the positive to take out of this season? Oh, that's a great question, isn't it? Um, shining lights for me, uh, Mantle. Um, for me, you know, we, we've got ourselves a 150, 200 game player. Um, I also think Mansell will be the top. I know he's slight and he's small at the moment, but the kid's going to grow. He looks to me like an inside mid. I know he's not playing that role, but he's got the aggression. He's got the white line fever type play style. I could see him be go ball, get ball um, as he puts on size. I'd love to see him have spurts in the midfield. Um, so, yeah, Mansell's one of my shining lights. Obviously, RCD getting more game time, we've, we've been crying out to see, um, and, and that happened. Um, obviously, he's identified that he needs a running coach. It's like fucking desperately. Um, so I hope he's going to really take that on board and address it. Um, Rioli's recovery, like I knew it was close to writing him off, even though I love him. Um, he plays with Dare again from the half-back half, half back up, but he still doesn't know his role. How you know that is when you, when you get the ball and then he has to do the 360 turnaround because he doesn't know where he's going. He did, a, But that's with him learning a new role. He's going to get a full pre-season in that role, and his kicking is fantastic. He's field kicking. And that's something that we really hurt us when all of our backs started going out. We kept on turning the ball from the back 50. So, um, yeah, man, yeah, Cristiano, that's what I'm thinking, mate. Mansell maybe as a tagger, we don't employ one, but you can use that as, as he grows. He's just too slight, but that's no, good. Good point. Um, but yeah, so Daniel Rioli's recovery in form was really, really good. Also, to see the young kids, see Stack back. You love yeah, it. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. That they're probably the three ones that stand out. I know I'm missing probably. I hope more, but they're the three that stick out to me. The other one for me is um, Baker. I, I know he's had some down games as yeah. well, but I think it's safe to say he's good. Definitely outweighs his bad in terms of output. He's, he always gives it a crack. Dual-sided. Um, he's tough as nails. And he, he's turned himself into a player who can play multiple positions. And yeah, just by necessity because of all the different injuries and shit we've had during the year. So he's he's really asserted himself in this team. And I, I like him on the half-forward line as much as I like him on the back line, as much as I like him in the midfield. So yeah. Credit to Bakes um, for doing that. And I really liked Mansell. And I, I put my hand up a few times with this. In the preseason game he played, he was shit house, And I was starting to wonder why we, we signed him instead of uh, Green. But he absolutely proved me wrong. He's been unbelievable this year for stepping into his first year of footy. He's been very, very good, Mansell. And the Rioli move, I, I agree with you as well. I don't care. If he is taking it on those 45 you know, degree kicks inboard, and stuff's one up, I don't care. I'd rather see someone take the risk to try and get us in a more attacking position. Um, and like I said, he's going to learn that role a lot more in the off-season and no doubt he'll be better for it. Spot on. Yeah, and what was good too is all the kids that we brought on, 
the majority, I should not all of them, that'd be uh, not 100% right, showed something. Dow showed something. Ralph yeah, Smith showed something. RCD showed something. You know, so the kids that we injected, the one that have to make disappointed me, you know, it was Nash. Um, he played a couple of good games, and you know, everyone knows I love Nash, but there's concerns. I don't know if he's, I don't know. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, he, he proves me wrong and he, and he stays on the list one. And if he does, he makes it. Um, the one, the one kid for me that I'm really spewing that we didn't see, and it breaks my heart we didn't see, and I'm worried he's going to get delisted because there was not enough games of VFL. Is Miller with Asprey being as injury prone as he is? We put Garthwaite now. I get Garthwaite has an extra string in his bow that he can play forward, but. Miller should have played. I don't know why. Maybe he's injured. I don't know. Maybe someone would know why he wasn't picked. But if he's if he's fit and healthy and he's not picked next for this weekend, I'll I'll fucking lose it. Well, yeah. If he didn't get a game in that sort of peak time where we were down, Asprey, Broad, yeah. Bolter, um, yeah, I don't know when he when he is going to get one. That was yeah, a bit of a baffling decision. Um, Parker. Yeah, Parker. That's Parker, another, actually. Yeah, good stuff, Paul. Oh, Miller had a groin injury. Okay, same week as Bolter. Uh, okay. Would have been good to have seen him play this. This is the problem. Without the VFL, it's hard to get a gauge on a lot of these things. I hope he's done enough to keep his spot. I hope he has done enough to keep his spot because, um, yeah, he's, I like him. I really do. And I hope I have a chance to be proven right when you actually see him, see him play. This next one's a tough one. Because I'm going to let, only let you pick one. Who's the best young player? Oh, I can't go past Mansell. Now, we're talking about young as in new. Yeah, we're not talking about, you know, for example, I know Stack's young and I know, you know, Baker's young. And are we it's talking about yeah, best do you, young? How do you quantify? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Because even Bolton, really, by definition, is young. But young, I, would, yes. I would say first or second year would be my, okay. would be my take. Yeah, Mansell, for me, he. One amount of games he played consecutively, that shows to me that his rehab is elite in his prep preparation. Even though we were getting in some games, the back line was getting smashed, he always maintained discipline with his opponent. Um, and he loved to – and he tried to support. I just I, – I, I'm just loving the kid. Yeah, Mansell for me, best young player. Yeah, it's hard to go past Mansell. Um, he's done, done extremely, extremely well, so – and it's important to clarify this. When I say best, I don't mean the best guild or the highest ceiling type. The best that I see that add value to the side this year, and that would be Mansell. Yeah. I wonder, it's not exactly a question, but to your point, Chris, I, I agree, mate. Dale's moving yeah. in traffic. He's looking really good. And for somebody who missed a large chunk of the, the year due to, to sickness, um, <coughs> pardon me, he, I'm really liking him. So he's going to put on, you know, a fraction more size, obviously, over the off-season next year, and he's going to be good, Dow. Uh, all right, here goes showed a bit. And the other player we want to see is Cumberland. Poor kid. Oh, Cumberland. yeah. Like, Nine goals he, in, like, two days. Couldn't get a gig. Oh, shit. I couldn't understand it. What did he do wrong? I don't know. I, I'm not going to be shocked if we see him this week, so which we'll, we'll get stuck into the Hawks game uh, coming up. Last game for the year. Uh, this will sound defeatist, and I don't mean it to be. We are zero chance of winning this game because of the Clarkson's last game <laughs> factor 
and the Sean Burgoyne factor. And before we go any further, I know they're opposition players and coaches, but what careers from both of those two gentlemen? Clarko, one of the greatest coaches we'll, we'll ever see, and Dimmer, obviously a byproduct of his hard work, which we've been able to get the rewards from. And Burgoyne is just, was, yeah, is an <coughs> exceptional player in his own right. Um, and congratulations to both of them on extent, outstanding yeah. careers. Yeah, well said. Look, are we no chance? Look, I don't care. I hope we would. You know, it's it's only it's weird. I feel like a I feel like a perennial non-finalist saying this, but this is a time of year when they get like your Carlton's and your North Melbourne's and all that sort of stuff. Supporters start really hoping their teams would lose so you improve your draft position. Um, so that's how I feel. Like if we lose this, if we lose this game, as long as we play with you know enjoyment, a bit of a method. Um, and it's an entertaining game. That that'll satisfy me. You know, I really want us to. Well, it could be pick seven. We can get as our first round out. That changes the currency for it. Um, you know, we can get our inside fucking young gun um, for a pick of that quality. Um, so, <coughs> yeah, no, um, I, I hope we lose. Um, and also too, just for Clarko, that he really gives an fu to Kenneth. That'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I agree with the excitement thing. I mean, to be honest, and I think you can sort of read between the lines of what Dimmer said, I don't think there's – well, there's obviously not going to be a Cochin. I don't think Presti will play. I wouldn't be shocked if Nankervis didn't play. Why would Presti play? Uh, I don't know whether they're going to just do an overly cautious thing. I'm not sure. Do you – He's not injured. <laughs> he's not injured, but do you run the risk of one of those guys – Doing a serious injury in a last oh, he's game. Got six months. He's got six months. I know, but oh, what if it's he's going to fucking break his leg? Look, I would do a Melbourne. I would just, you know, put the personnel that's going to give you a ninety-eight percent chance to lose the game, right? So just shove all the kids in there, um, and I and mean, I would put them in their future positions, right? Yeah, I want to see what the young kids have got. Like, I want yeah. to see RCT get another crack. You know. Yeah, Samson and, Ryan, who was thrown to the walls, he deserves another game of some kind. That's right. And just say, okay, Garthway, you're kicking. Sorry, mate, you can't play in the. You, you, you can't play back. Your you kicking gets exposed in the sense of that weird fucking kicking action. Plus, you lose your you lose your way. So you're going to be a forward. You're full forward, Jack. You're off. Um, put Graham, Jack Graham, in the centre as the premier midfielder. All right, your number one instructor, RCD. You're number two. And then you just – and whatever kids we've got that are in VFL, make it the VFL side. But put him in right positions and then have some senior quality around. Give Lawson another run. He needs another run. He's hardly played all year. Um, don't worry about Asprey. You know, Miller's fit. If he's got – put him in. You know, that's what I'd be doing. Um, uh, bugger. Samson Ryan's injured. Damn. What about uh, – is that mate or Mate Collar? Is he – we chuck him in? Yeah. Chuck them all in. Give Egg a farewell game. I'll be happy to see him <laughs> this year. All right, what a disaster decision that was. Um, give Egg, yeah. give Egg a go, you know. Yeah, it's going to be a, a very interesting game. So, the whole matchup wise, it's going to, it's actually hard to, to say because I, I won't be shocked if we swing five or six changes this week. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's so going to be interesting. With Cochin being a definite out, who comes yeah. in for Koch? Oh, RCD is the logical one um, for me, uh, you know. But I'd say to him, you go in as an inside. Your job is to stay in that guts. I'm going to give you the minutes like I would give the minutes for Koch and see how he goes. 
see how he goes. And I reckon Cumberland, there's a lot of love for Cumberland in the chat. Um, I think it would he was emergency, I think, last week or the week before. I'd love to see him get a game uh, just because his form in the last two games they were able to play really warranted selection. So I, I would I would love to see him get a game out there. And Ralph, I had my first shot, mate, so I don't need to get vaccinated. But my coughing, where it was, I got off. I, I cut down my cigarette smoking. I hope what killed me was my son's 20th. It was ruined because you couldn't have people over, da 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 So I had cigars, it's a family tradition for big occasions that the host has cigars. Um, and I had a cigar and I overdid it. And I haven't – it's been, been what is it, six days now, five days, and I've got the cough back. So, yeah, no COVID here, and I'm sure you haven't got I've, any COVID. I've, no, I don't know. I've, I've, I don't know why I'm struggling here, actually. That's a, this is a good suggestion. Benny Gale in the ruck for the lols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll just, I'll just put them in their future positions. Like the, the, I learned a lot this week preparing for the trade show, right? Um, so, yeah, I'd put them in the future positions that you're going to earmark them on. That's what I'd, I'll play them as. You know, so if it's Mansell as a, as, as, a, as a defensive midfielder, give him a go. Lambert, all right, Lambert, um, half forward, but stay there. You know, expose our young backs and see how we go. Yeah, just play to just play to have fun and inject speed for heaven's sake. Yeah, a bit of speed. That's what we want. Now, before we get a margin and uh, prediction, <clears throat> just looking at uh, the tail sent us through a message about the draft position. So we currently hold the most points in this upcoming draft, which yeah. is a position that is probably quite rare for a team coming off back-to-back flags to be in, to be honest. But What's what's your vibe? I don't. We're not giving too much away. Yeah. Are we going to play the strong draft hand? Yeah. Look, I reckon we can forget too. We also got our future picks as well to play with this draft, right? So, um, and we've also got what's going to really, from what I've been learning, because I wasn't aware of this. Apparently, there's going to be a what's the what is that thing that they have when they have the the, the top draftees? Is it not? I'm going to say Columbine, but that's a school that uh, had the shooting. Is that what it's called? You know the, the draft, the draft combine. Yeah, combine, Columbine. Here's me. What a tool I am. They're going to do another advanced combine, like a targeted one, um, apparently, it's to get more of an idea on the talent because of the COVID write-off. Um, Tough gig so, as a recruiter. Jesus. Yeah. So we've got we've got um, we've got a really fantastic, and we've also got clubs that are desperate for picks. No, sorry, for points. Mm. But they don't necessarily need a number one first rounder. What they need, because if, if someone bids early um, on someone that they um, that they want, and that's a throwaway the pick for them. Darcy, I think, and the pies need points. Perfect. Yeah. The day and what's going to help? Nothing else. And what's going to help us too is we've got the ability to trade within the trade period. So as the, as the, as people are bidding the on players, yeah. live trades, we've got that ability. I learned that too. So. Trades aren't a big thing for me, people. Funny picks and shit. I do trade names and stuff. I don't do, but I learn a fair bit this week. So, um, so that's really important too. But yeah, we've got our future first, and we've got uh, we've got people saying we're not going to get someone. Else. We've got to target a specific type of player in mind. Um, I know that is fact, um, and that we're looking at getting an established talent in as reinforcement. Um, but we're also looking at backing in our existing talent with the talent we bring in. Um, so, and we've got a clear plan of our deficiencies too. Uh, disposal on the back line is another one that's 
is something that we're going to address too. So it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. Um, and I'm going to be fascinated to see how, how it comes out. Yeah. So just so everyone knows again, Wednesday night this week, 8.30pm is our trade show. Uh, looking forward to, to that one. It should be an absolute cracker with some of the stuff you are talking about earlier. Yeah. But for this game, for our final game for the year, what is your tip, including margin? <sighs> well, I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip the Hawks. I reckon we don't have the personnel. We we're going to play like it's the last game of the year. So I'll tip the Hawks by around about twenty three. Yeah, I think the Hawks will win by about twenty six to thirty points. I think. I think we're going to play. We're going to play the young kids and see what they've got. Not just to see how they go. The Hawks, for me, have got too much to play for with uh, the the two farewell scenarios. So that's can I just it is what it is. There's no there's no shame in that either. That's that's okay. Can I answer Dave's question, Dave Bruce Twentyman? Right, because that was the first question I asked in um, the meeting that I had. Um, is the draft going to be as strong because COVID? You know the unknowns. From what I got told, particularly the first 20 or so picks, this is a midfielder's midfielders draft. Um, a lot of the talent there are really good quality midfielders, inside, outside, hybrids. Um, in this offseason, if we went to draft, we'll fix our midfield. But in saying that, another person, do we use Dusty as a lure? It's not only Dusty. People want to play with Koch. People surprised how well he's rated by other players. They want to play with the likes of Edwards. They want to play with the likes of Prestia. They want to play with the likes of Losted. But more importantly, the one I got told, they want to play with a player like Dean Curvis. So we've got, yeah, getting laurels about who they want to play with and also being coached by one of the best coaches in the modern era um, where the team realistically can keep the window wide open. Um, yeah, no, we've not got no problem getting players in. It's really just... We, we have to be targeted here, really specific, and we don't get the one that we want. We, we have to invest in it because we are short on our TPP. We've got space. We have, but it's not like he's gone by where we could get one or two or three. Um, it's one X amount. If we can't get that one this year, bank it, wait for the following year. Uh, but, again, I'll, that all makes sense come Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Katie, I actually found this out. He's recruited. He's... He's, he's contracted for next year. I asked a couple of mates of mine and a couple of them, I'll be honest, are ex-players. Um, that one of them in particular still deals with a few in the playing group. I asked him, is that true? He said to me, he'll find out. I spoke to him yesterday and he said it's bullshit. Um, um, yeah. It's, he told, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what he told me. Yeah, it's bullshit. As in the the, the what, trash rumors or the at the door rumors? Yeah, he, that he's you know quit the club, he's gone <laughs> the vendor and all that sort of shit. That shit. Um, Caddy um, has not had a great year. His body's letting down, and all throughout the year he hasn't had. Uh, also, I can't say what he other parts of what he told me, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, he's contracted. Would he ask for a trade? That might happen. Um, but um, if he's in if he's in the team next year, I, I can see him playing games, one more games that he played this year, which won't be oh, hard. But no, it's not on a bender. I think he's still got a, a, a very much required role within our team. That, oh, Andrew, I can I, that, that I just want to clear up is uh, crucial. I just want to clear this misconception, Andrew um, Parasi. How do you 
know so much internal information and who do you have meetings with? Andrew, I, again, I'll, I'll say this. I don't, um, I don't get my mail from people at the club. Yeah, look, I've been a member for, when I came here when I was two years of age from Spain, the first thing my dad did was buy a membership um, for me and him. And I haven't, I haven't let that lapse. Oh, no, I did. Sorry, for two years. Um, but outside of that, I've been a member a very long time. Um, with my work, I got to meet players and stuff. But players don't give you anything. Outsiders, is this player okay? And they don't give you trade news. They don't give you any of that. Anyone tells you they get info from a player um, is getting told the story. Um, but I've been fortunate that through my working life, I've met really solid people that are in the industry because of the occupations that they do and the industries they've been in and have been brought into the industry, and I've kept a really strong relationship with them. And I'm here as a bloke. Um, and I've done things for them in um, other hats that I used to wear. So that's how I know. And also part of it, I've become good at it, at drawing the dots. So if I hear something from one mate, then another mate tells me the same thing, and they don't know I've asked the other one. And then my th- I've got three guys. Then my third one tells me, then I go, yeah, okay, if they're all on the same page. That's why it's so bloody accurate. But, no, I don't get internal mail from within the club. So hopefully that the clears last it up. One, which you might talk about on Wednesday, so I don't want to steal thunder. There was a I, one of my mates saw on a Facebook page, heaven forbid we believe Facebook pages, that uh, Gold Coast were very strongly interested in CCJ and there was speculation from someone about their first round pick. Nah. Now, that would no. be an outstanding outcome if that was the case, but I can't imagine it being true. But uh, food for thought. Gold Coast are after Chol. If I, if, for me, it's flipped. Um, originally, it was CCJ as the main target and Chol's secondary. I think it's the other way around, to be honest with you. Um, they really like Chol. Um, and I'm not saying they dis- discount um, CCJ either. They like him as well. But um, I can see, I can, I don't want, no, I'll leave it for Wednesday for how I think it's going to happen. Fair enough. No, that's all right. I don't want to keep asking questions because I'll ruin Wednesday night. I don't want to do that. So, uh, trade show Wednesday night, folks, 8 30 p.m. You'll be able to watch us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, whatever your social channel is. Make sure you, you tag your Tiger friends and let them know that it's happening. Uh, we'll put out, obviously, some posts beforehand. Uh, hopefully, CB will be with us that night as well, and he can say day and give his two cents worth. But yeah, should be, a, should be a great show. So thank you, for everyone, for tuning in tonight. Much appreciate. Thanks for sending through all your comments uh, and your opinions. We, we always love it. And stay safe out there, everyone. And we will speak to you all on Wednesday night. Get pumped for the trade show. And get vaccinated. <laughs> Mate, if you get vaccinated, I'm going to give you a word of warning. I did the AZ vax. So I thought it was the Pfizer. No, it was the AstraZeneca. I'm fine as a daisy now, but I tell you what, the night care is Michael's. I had it, I think it was on the Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. I woke up screaming. <laughs> it was strange, mate. And then on Friday, I felt like shit. But now the arm's not sore. Oh, it's still a little bit tender, I'm not sore, but that's the only side effect. Other than that, I'm, I'm spot on. So go get it. Takes 30 minutes to organise it and get it to the shop. So. And just stay safe and, and stay yeah, mentally stay healthy. Safe. Make sure you talk to people. Reach out. We're, our inboxes are always open if anyone wants to chat. So it's a tough gig in the world at the moment. But um, just all stay safe. Love each other. Support each other. And we'll all get through it. So Wednesday night, folks, we will see you then. 8.30 p.m. trade show. Get around it. It should be a good one. Take care, guys. See you, bro.